0: mi e ah, ah, no a
1: After the Maori Wars, uh, King Tafio lived in the King Country for several years, and uh, his headquarters at one time was at Te Kuiti.
2: So at the moment now, people are coming in for a kai, which this is the dining room. This is where we feed up to 650 people per meal for the Kuronehana. This
3: week on Te Ahi Kā, we we'll take a look at the tenth coronation of Kingi Te Hata at Turanga Waiwai, Marae.
0: Kua arika hana rātou kua kaha kua ki muri te toku horoi kua aroa wahia te Turanga Waiwai. Again, when we know the lady was alive there in Te she again was one of the vocal people who instrumental in the kupapa of our Kingi Tāne kupapa.
3: Koto Kutwa, Kwa Ari Ari Mayo Koto Taringa, Kitina Yunga Wahanga, No Mai Haramai. I'm Justine Murray and this is the Ahika. sunny day here in the Waikato. People are buzzing around Turanga Waiwai Marae and marquees have been erected to house the thousands of people who will make their way here from overseas and around the country. Mondays and Tuesdays here at the Marae are not as busy as the middle of the week, but still, people have their jobs. In fact, it's a well-oiled machine, as I found out with Wanei Tukere. I
2: am from uh, Turanga Waiwai, uh, born and bred in Arawai here. Um, and have been involved in the marae forever. (laughs) (laughs) Since you were um, a baby, uh... Yes, yes, well I think I did my first waitressing job when I was probably around 10 years old.
3: Today the coronation, or koronehana, attracts many people for that one week every single year. The commemorations is mind-boggling if you're talking about the sheer numbers of people that are fed during the week. Wanei Tūkire is a testament to succession planning. Today, she is second in charge, or 2IC. There's meetings, details, organisation
2: and meticulous planning. So we have a committee, Korone Hana Committee, that meets probably six months prior to the actual event. And uh, we meet on a Wednesday evening. We come together and then we start um, thinking about what's what the program's going to look like for the next week, uh, five days. Four weeks out from the actual event, that's when everything starts um, getting really serious, when the arrival of the beef and the arrival of the pigs, and then when the actual um, grocery orders need to be sorted, um, the logistics around where everything's going to be stored, when are the boys going to come in and cut the meat up, because it's all got to be diced, vacuum-packed, labelled, and then placed into the freezer. Yep. Yeah, this is the dining room, Kimi um, This is where it all happens. Ten minutes before serving, to- serving time, people will start congregating in here and then just making sure that um, we're all ready for um, standing, at te- you know, standing at attention. <laughs> I'm ready in the kitchen waiting for the next order. <laughs> and the auntie's waiting for, you know, all the people and the ushers. And- yeah, yes, so everyone's got a job. I've had to learn. I mean, it was like my mum's always been a part of the marae um, and the running, general running of the marae when we have anything at the marae. So you just it's a learning curve, you know, and you've got to make it your own. So um, and we have we've learnt from our mothers. um, All of us that have got different um, roles within the within the within the And mine, for the last ten years, has been um, in the kitchen. Prior to that, I was in the laundry washing tea towels and hiding in there. <laughs> 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 this is where most of the stuff gets, everything gets done here. So this is our this is our uh, chiller. That's our auntie that auntie there Auntie Mali, she's in she's in charge of the dungeon. Yeah. She's in charge. Yeah. She's in charge downstairs so all the prepping and everything that's done down there, she's the boss. Oh. A lift. We have a lift. So now
3: we're going down to the dungeon.
2: For the kitchen to run, we have the dungeon, which is the food prep team. The dungeon. The dungeon. And, you know, um, that team is where they prep all the vegetables for each meal. They make all the salads. They get cut up all the onions, they show all the mussels, they um, slice all the meat that's been that's been cooked prior. Because you know, like, we make cold meat, we can make cold silver side for sandwiches because we have a sandwich team that makes sandwiches. They start at 4 o'clock in the morning so that on Wednesday when we have our first kawemate for Tainui, there's sandwiches and soup out here on the road at 7 o'clock for people that have come. So, you know, it's... And that's the coordination, it's, it's all a part of the uh, role that I play. Um, you know, there's a team of us. We have a slicing machine, that machine over there's the slicing machine, it slices up all the vegetables, you know, like all, the, all the cabbage for the okay. coleslaw. Um, and then we have, this is the lift that takes everything up, so I'll scream out for, I need the coleslaw, they'll ship it up to me. Where do you yell that for? On, on your
3: little headpiece. Oh. My headpiece goes
2: down to Marley's headpiece. That's our Auntie Mali. This is the vacuum packer that packs all the meat. This is our fridge. See, we pre-pack all this ourselves. We cut it all up ourselves. Um, so we've got, you know, we've got roast. We've got um, everything scotch fillet. They have steak on Thursday, so when the motu comes, their lunch kaihakiri for them is scotch fillet. This here is where we put um, all of the... We usually have all the... Sorry, we have all the watercress and puha all hung up in here. Hung so we, Yeah, so what we do is we pick it, and then we clean it, and then we hang them in um, mutton bags, mutton cloth bags, yeah, yeah, muslin. Yeah. Muslin, yep. Yeah, muslin cloth bags, and they hang And then so when we want to make toroi, which is our mussel salad, toroi, or we want to have a boil-up with our pūha, for each meal probably around eight bags. And they've already been cleaned, no double handling, and then they get sent up on the lift, thrown straight into the pot.
3: So Monday, so in the morning till the last kai, how many people would you say go through that um, go through the, for the main...
2: feeding yeah, feedings uh, for each meal. There's a, on average we'll be looking at around about probably two two and a half thousand people per meal. Oh there's a there's a core team. Yep. There's a core team of us. We start at six o'clock and we leave when we leave. We leave uh, probably the latest would we'll leave will be around about eight o'clock because that's when the that's when the clean cleaning kitchen cleaning gang come in. well there's been some huge changes in our kitchen, you know i'm I'm grateful that we've got the machinery and the tools that make it easier for us. I mean, I was in there prior to the new kitchen um and I think yeah, I think the kitchen's been there probably I think about just before Teta passed away, so it would have been about fifteen years now. I think the kitchen's been there five years prior to Te Aruki Nui passing away so um yeah, before that we had. Big bins where you wash the dishes. You know now we've got this machine that are just, you know, and a conveyor belt, and you just slack, you know chuck them in the old uh, tray, and you just push them through the washer, and then they come out, and you, know, you don't. Um, the boys are just putting, um, just have to grab them and stack them because they dry by the time they get out of the uh, um, machine. You know, and so it's. Everything has got a um a purpose. You know, we've got bread pans now where we had just uh, we've got the original um original steamers. There's four original steamers that were there before where we cook all the stews and all the um Mickey Mickey and boil up and what's Mickey Mickey? So another word for boil up. Oh right. <laughs> Stewy and Mickey Mickey. <laughs> People will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, so and then we have the big Combis uh, that um that can cook. Uh, you know, we just yeah cook some amazing dishes, and especially you know like all the rewai, kumara, pumpkin, all in one. Hit, ten minutes, boom. You know, it's mm. done. You know, and then it's all put into um, it's put into uh, warmers, and then and then it's as soon as the door's open or you get at the window, we've got a d' that stands at the window, and we've all got headpieces on because if I'm not at the window and I'm down on the other end. I, you know, they're, they're yes. announcing. You know, they're asking for me nicely <laughs> to get to the window, and then because I've got to make sure that um, the car gets put across through the windows to the runners. There's a there's a group of us, and we're called fire, <laughs> fire, <laughs> yeah. And they say so like, but well, we have our like fire engine, fire hydrant. <laughs> oh, what do you mean, like fire anti fire? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's oh. what we call ourselves. Oh, we, yeah, It's just but it keeps us. You know, uh, what do you call it? It's just, you know, otherwise if you're just so serious, you get really, you know... Grumpy. Grumpy and stressed. You've got to have some fun, so we call one another fire fire hydrant. Fire hydrant! (laughs) They know who they are. Fire exit! (laughs) But I'm just fire. It's hilarious. Yeah, so... But, um, yeah, it's all about um, making sure that we're all... um, all about monarching the people, you know, feeding the people.
4: at in the foyer of uh, Kimiora. Uh, the Farakai on uh, the Marae, which was opened in 1974 uh, by Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip. And of course, uh, when they came over Princess Anne and Philip came with them. Mark Phillips came with them and uh, came for the opening. And when we had the Kai Hakari after the opening ceremony, uh, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip went into Mahinarangi and had uh, kai hākari with uh, Te and Kau uh, in Whartumona. And Anne and Mark Phillips had uh, the kai with us in the uh, here. I was one of the kai mahi here at the time.
3: And we're surrounded by some photos, eh?
4: Well, a lot of these photos, are, a lot of them are, uh, some of them are sort of certificates that Te received from certain people uh, uh, Borough councils and city councils. You got the freedom of the city, and uh, some of the ones over here are the uh, or the Waka And of course, uh, when she went over to England and met the Pope uh, on her, one of her, her, her tours over overseas. And this is backstage where where all the entertainers congregate before they appear on stage, out in the, out in the front on the. On the uh, on The stage, yeah,
3: you must have seen quite a few entertainers in your oh, time, yes, eh?
4: It's been, been in lots, been heaps <laughs> yeah, all over the world. All so, his guests of Te Ronakau.
3: Oh boy! So, uh, so Pukaya, uh, so, um, you know, how has what was the coronation like in your day, in your heyday?
4: The coronation was uh, a lot different, uh, way back uh, in Teote's time. I'll go back about. 20 years, might be even more. Uh, it was a lot different than when Tata, when Tata was, the, was the queen. We all know that, because now that two ages. It's a male, from a female to a male, so there, there had to be changes. And the changes are still happening. I mean, 10 years, this is 10 years, and uh, things are starting to fall into place. But back, back about 20 years, even 30 years ago, uh, it was a lot different. Well, of course, we didn't have the iPads and... Uh, Phones, phones cell phones. No. Yeah. And people came, you know, they came from the Motu, they, they travel by buses. You know, we had about 20 or 25, 30 buses, and they'd come and stay for the duration of the hui. Unlike today, everybody's got a, got cars, and very few come on buses now. or they stay in the hotels in Hamilton, they don't stay on the Marae, but there's still a few that, uh, that do stay on the Marae.
3: Is that yeah. more of, say, your generation, like the ones that, that continue to stay on, or is it a, is yeah, it a yeah, obvious yeah. for but the generations? New, yeah,
4: eh? generation that stays on, yeah. They, they can't let go. They can't let go. I mean, that's the way they were. They were born, when they were born, and they were brought up for the kingitanga, and they always come kind of to get the feet to tātou Yeah, well, the same with us on the marae. Same with us on the marae. If we were brought up, Right in, in, into the system. There are people that haven't been here. Uh, they, they have come to learn, to learn, and uh, there's, there's only one way you can experience this sort of thing is Kanui to do Kanui. I mean, you can read it in a book, but you never get the same as if you came and sort of experienced it uh, like face to face with with us.
3: In your time, so over the last 50 years, how was the Kuronehana
4: changed? There's there's a lot of changes. I mean, uh, when people came, they they brought kai with them. Now in 90, they got their got money. Back then, uh, you know, with all the cooks, uh, they say, "Well, there's a trailer load of the just come in." Somebody just bought a, a, a beast, then you know, and pigs. That's how they they did it those days. Uh, uh, it wasn't wasn't only about money. Money was nothing. It mm. was the Ottawa that the people bought with them, and uh, yeah, to feed the people. Mm. Kaimoana, everything. Mm, yeah.
3: Mm. When you look at the future of the koronaihana, do you see the kids here?
4: Taking it on oh yes yes oh definitely so, definitely so, because um see, that's the other difference the people that our kids go to school they they learn all this thing now they they learn all this stuff, and they pick it up on their phone, the apps, yeah. You know, how you know to use the app. <laughs> no, no, I usually go to my mokopuna and they show me. But I mean, I mean that that's the way they learn. Our kids, in way they learn, firsthand.
3: So, Pukaya, with some, um, so uh Tuheitia, Dame Koroki, Terata, so Mahuta. Mm. So, um, how many monarchs have you seen take the the position? Well,
4: I think just 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 when uh, Koroki took over. That's when I was just a little kid. Yeah, yeah. After Terata, yeah. Yes.
3: How have you seen the tikanga and kawa change over well, had, the years?
4: It, well, it hasn't changed much. No, not here. Not here. Well, we all fasted that. We yeah, why we all mm. fasted that. But,
3: every uh, morning is karanga t- for the po for the flags. For the, yeah,
4: for the corona, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. that every morning. Yeah, Get down four o'clock at night. So but up. even if when there's a tangi on the marae or visitors, we put our flag up. That's a out right there. That's a flagpole that Tipuwe brought fra- back from Pikiha. She was over at uh, Pikiha. She had a stint over there. Uh, Nāti
3: Pikiha uh, over in on farm
4: Yeah, She, she, uh, that was one of the things that, uh, she was, she, she'd she move in on, uh, on Māori land, you know, and uh, take over the lease and break it in the farms, which is what she did down at uh, Ngati Teata
3: So, Pukai, my final question is, um, obviously it's the 10th anniversary since yeah. the passing of Dame Teotaurangi Kahu. Yeah. Um, what do you reflect upon when you think about her, uh, her time as Queenie and her passing her, her past 10 years?
4: Well, I mean, she, she, she's laid the foundation anyway, a... You know, the all the, the time she 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 was serving as our queen, she just led led the platform. But uh, when she passed away, a lot of things changed, but for the good, for the good. And and when two H he became king, well, you know he, you don't just walk into the job and do straight like that. You got to you got to really live it, grow into it and live it eh? which is what he's doing. And you know we're all around him. We. We, we, we try to talk with him, but, uh, but he's good, he, he's moving ahead, he's doing what he thinks is best, and what's good for him is good for us.
3: In our look back at the coronation, thanks to Nga sound and vision, scholar Pei Hurinui-Jones was prolific in his work with the Waikato Tainui people. Recorded in 1966, he talks about the original base for the Māori monarch.
1: After the Māori wars, uh, King Tāwhiao lived in the King Country for several years and uh, his headquarters at one time was at Te Kuiti and later on uh, it was at Hikurangi. Uh, near Otorohanga on the way to uh, Kafia, that uh, s- uh, spot, by the way, was an ancestral uh, land, as far as the king family are concerned, because they are partly uh, Maniapoto and then uh, when by the uh, later on, uh, just before he died, he lived at uh, Parawera near Kiki. Matter of fact, the uh, second married king, King Tapio, died there. Uh, on his death, the, his son, Mahuta, uh, uh, made uh, Ngārua his headquarters. And uh, their, uh, the marae, or the meeting place, was established at, uh, on the um, western side of the Waikato River, opposite uh, Huntley. Uh, the place known to the maoris as Wai and that's where Mahuta lived and that's where he died uh, His son King Terata lived on at uh, Wahi and uh, he was there until he died in 1933 uh, King Koroki lived there too for a while uh, but in uh, 19 uh, I think it was, or shortly after Turunga was built, he moved from uh, Wahi to Ngārua Wahi. And uh, King Tafio, uh left uh, as a sort of a, a legacy to his uh, descendants and his people, the idea of uh, uh, re-establishing Ngārua Wahi, which was the home where he was born and where he was reared. No, he wasn't born here, I'm mistakenly. He was born uh, during the troubles with the Ngāpuhi, but he was reared in Ngārua Wahia, and um, he always felt that uh, this should be the permanent headquarters of the king movement. And he left it as a sort of a legacy and a saying that Ngārua Wahia is to be my uh, or foot stool or footrest. That uh, uh, became the name of the uh, courtyard at Ngaroaia, Turanga Waiwai, or the footstool or footrest of the king movement. Uh, several years later on, uh, on one of the uh, visits of uh, uh, Lord Bledisloe, friendly visit to Ngaruah, to the uh, pa here to see the uh, he came here with uh, Lady, Lady Slo, and uh, on arrival here after an afternoon tea, he said the reason why he had come like that it was because he he wanted to have a quiet uh, afternoon with the pu and also to have a look around he said uh, on previous occasions he, uh, he was always on ceremony and he didn't know what uh, what the power was really like and he'd like to have a look around so uh, Tuquer took the opportunity to show him around the place and got to the um, um, eastern end of the Five Acres and uh, beyond that was another area of Five Acres which was a police reserve. Uh, In the days when the police force used horses there, they had this paddock there for their horses. as an accommodation paddock for their horses. When we got there, the, uh, I remember I was with Tapua the, the and uh, His Excellency on the, on that occasion, and uh, there was quite a, a space between the path and uh, the boundary of very long, rank grass, and Tupuer led uh, Lord the Lord Legistrate through this long grass up to a fence, and he very uh, curious as why he was being taken to this spot. When they uh, reached there, he said, well, what, what's the idea? And uh, the poor said, well, this paddock, she explained then what the paddock was for, and uh, his excellency turned around and said, well, why are you telling me all this? She said, well, I want you to go back to Wellington and tell him that I want this area as an extension for the park. Uh, it's no longer used by the police force. They're now using motor cars, so uh, I can make good use of it. So I want you to see the government and get them to hand it over to me. His uh, he, excellency laughed. He said, well, you know, I can't do that sort of thing. But the oh, I thought government generals could do anything they like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, he very he laughed and good-natured the uh, her and said, oh, well, I'll see what I can do. Well, he... I don't know what he did, but uh, the area is now part of the Garu Park. <laughs> Recorded in
3: 1966, Pate Huru Hurunui Jones. Nō no Ngāti Koroki, Jesse Huriwai.
0: O tira, koutou e whakarongo mainaki o koutou kāna. Tēnei tētahi uri o te awa o Waikatoa imihinei kia uh, na te ko Down here on the other, next to our puna, the puna tāwhio, um, According to some of the kōrero that we've been, that I've been given, is that it, this puna of ours is a it's very special to our people Waikato um, it had healing powers uh, people come here to get a bit of cleansing our medicine Kopapa rongoa in order to heal at the inside of our tinana it's, it's a very special thing because of its um, one being, being named after one of the uh, tafio um in remembrance of all his mahi Waidua and during his time when, our, when the lady was alive she again was one of the vocal people who instrumental on in our kaupapa of our kingitanga kaupapa and some of the stuff that she brought to life alongside te puia was establishing and fulfilling the dreams of tafio Noreda reira no
5: te <laughs> Ngoanakiae, era ni kawhiwhia ki te oranga tonu tanga, groea ki